listening to the Getting Smart Podcast, where we unpack what is new and innovative in education. We're your hosts, Jessica and Caroline. And for the past two weeks, we've envisioned what the future of learning might look like with the authors of Education Reimagined's new paper, Schools Out. We've spoken with Amy Anderson, Scott Van Beck, Nate McLennan, and Oscar Brinson on what a new model of learning might mean for families and communities. We've also explored the notion that learning can take place anywhere at any time, and we started unpacking how technology will continue to play a role in the future of learning and work. In our final episode on this topic, Tom speaks with Tom Rooney, superintendent of the Lindsay Unified Public Schools. Tom and Tom talk about the lessons learned from Lindsay Unified Public Schools and how the community can play an active role in the future of learning. Let's get to it. Tom Rooney, welcome to the Getting Smart Podcast. I'm glad to be here. Hey, Tom, we're such big fans of the work that you're doing in Lindsay. What's the origin story of the the student-centered, performance-based work that you're doing today? Uh, Yeah, you know, um, Lindsay Unified's work um, really began with the community. In Lindsay, we, um, about 10 years ago, um, we engaged the voice of of the community to um, really get a little closer about why do we exist as an organization? What is um, the values that we would embrace? What are the principles that we would use to make decisions? What is our vision for the future? And what is the description of our graduate? And so our parent community, our business community, our um, teaching community, our leading community, Families from various languages participated, and we really came up with a design for the future of learning in Lindsay. And uh, since that time, we've really um, have have engaged in work with regard to um, curriculum development, um, creating um, learning opportunities that are more personalized, um, advances with the use of our technology, um, and um, and really developing a deeper level of ownership on the part of our learners for their learning and getting our learners to be deeply invested in, um, in taking ownership of their future, ownership of their goals, ownership of what they would like to accomplish academically and personally. And then um, as a system, we've, we've essentially um, um, built a system that is deeply learner-centered. Um, everything that we do is is driven by the needs of our learners, the desires of our learners, and what our learners hope to accomplish in the future. So um, a, a big um, p- important piece of demographic information that would be important for um, for anybody, any listeners to, to know is that is that Lindsay Unified is, is located in the Central Valley of California. We come from, um, we are s- situated in one of the, the highest poverty areas in the nation. Um, um, we have 100% of our learners are on free and reduced lunch, 53% uh, come to our doors uh, not speaking English, um, and about 33% are come from the, the migrant farming um, um, community, either, either working in the fields or working in the local packing sheds. Um, and so the, the story, so, so we engaged in this work with a very, um, 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 deep understanding and a recognition that that many of our learners for for decades um, have had essentially um, not been receiving the level of education that was going to lead to success in life um, beyond um, our our school system, and so um, our work um, given those demographics, we we've gone from. 
um, having a 67% um, graduation rate to this past year, we had a 94% graduation rate. We had very, um, we had about 21% of our learners who were attending um, a university. And of those, only 12% were actually getting a degree. So for many, many years, there were so many learners that were going through Lindsay Unified School System that, that were not having their needs met and were essentially um, leaving our system with um, very few options for um, moving out of poverty. Um, and so um, what we've seen after, you know, the we've been in full implementation district-wide for about five years, um, but but what we've seen over the course of the last five to seven years is we have seen um, our um, not only our graduation rate increase, but but now we have uh, most recently we had over forty one percent of our learners go straight to a university, and fifty seven percent of our first performance grades class um, got their college degree in four years. Um, over 60% got it in five years. And now we have um, about 72% are on schedule to get it in, um, in six years. And so um, our learners from what they're receiving in our system and the investment that the community is making in our learners and the investment that our teaching staff and our leadership and the investment that our learners themselves are making in their future has truly uh, provided a path out of poverty and a, a path um, for a, a better um, opportunity um, academically, better opportunities economically, better opportunities for um, um, life in general for Lindsay learners. Um, and, That's um, terrific progress, Tom. It's really exciting. Um, I, I love the vision that you, your district laid out. The vision statement says, every day, Lindsay students come to school and are met at their developmental learning level. They're challenged, they're successful, and they leave school wanting to return tomorrow. That is uh, such plain, pragmatic language, uh, but you really spell out your system's intent to try to meet each kid where they are in in every subject, right? Absolutely. It's that, that key piece of when Lindsay learners come to school, their meta, their developmental learning level is essential. And that's part of um, sort of where the vision began is we literally asked ourselves, uh, sometimes, you know, sitting around the water cooler and sometimes just in a social setting, we said, what if we could meet every learner at their level? Um, what would that do for them? And so the whole premise of our of our work is that we know that people learn in different ways and they learn in different time frames. And just because a learner is seven years old, it doesn't mean they belong in the second grade. They might be ready for content that's well beyond that, or they might be ready for they may not be ready for the second grade content at all. So the whole core of our system is we meet learners at their level. And when we meet them at their level, what we, what we have found, Tom, is that um, learners um, um, are ex experience success and we challenge them. And as they um, um, experience success, it essentially, they move along this continuum of learning. And in the movement along the continuum of learning, they're essentially ready for the next piece of knowledge we want to give them, or they're ready for the next learning experience that is appropriate for their level. And what we found is that many of our learners accelerate um, because they're being met at their level. 
And we also find that very few of our learners have deep gaps in their learning. Because, because we know where they're at in their learning, we're able to consistently be filling in any gaps they may have um, as they move on their learning journey. Um, and so Lindsay's curriculum is essentially is a, is a continuum of learning. It doesn't matter what grade you're in. It doesn't matter how old you are. You are somewhere along this continuum of learning, which is designed for, for where you are in your learning and guaranteeing your success. Yeah, Tom, when I uh, visited recently, uh, I was really impressed with how your teachers work together uh, so seamlessly and, and how you've You've even taken some walls down between classrooms to facilitate the the easy movement uh, of students from uh, one skill group to another group, and it um, even though it's relatively complex uh, behind the scenes in in terms of of assessing and moving every student um, at their own rate, uh, your your teachers. Um, work together so well to make that happen. It's, uh, it's really exciting to watch. Yeah, we, I would, yeah, our, um, as you know, um, if you recall when you were here, our, our, we refer to our teachers as learning facilitators because of the work that they, they do to facilitate learning. And you're referring to um, some things we've done in that we've essentially taken six separate classrooms and have literally removed the walls, redesigned the space, created a technology-rich space and um, that is that is open open um, with with some pods for some more um, uh, small group um, quiet instruction but generally there's 180 learners all in this one space with six learning facilitators that um, as the learning facilitators um, look at the data and as learners look at their own data, we're able to very effectively group and regroup learners based on their need, based on their interest, based on which learning facilitator is most effectively going to meet their needs. Um, and um, a, a perfect example of this, as I was observing it last week, specifically during reading instruction. And so they took all learners and based on where they are in their reading level, they essentially regrouped all of them to perform highly effective uh, guide, small group guided reading instruction, as well as um, kind of like the station rotation model where learners were at centers, um, receiving direct instruction that was specific at their level, personalized for what they need. And this was happening in a space where there were 180 learners and six adults all advancing the, the, the learning for, for Lindsay learners. Tom, for the last two years, you've had uh, some support from uh, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative and the Gates Foundation. Could you describe um, the, the work that you're doing um, with that support, maybe the, the platform tools that you're trying to improve and, and uh, also your talent development strategy? Yeah, there's there's a couple of um, we the support we've that we've received has focused on a couple of different areas, and so I'll, I'll speak to I'll speak to both of those and um, can decide which one is is specifically referring to. But we've had a really powerful um, collaborative. Um, work going with um, Lindsay Unified School District and Summit Public Schools, and we, where we have essentially developed the um, site level um, um, 
conditions and the the look fors to really determine what do um, learners produce and what do learning facilitators what actions learning facilitators take and what conditions do leaders develop in order to ensure a personalized learning um, um, environment and to produce um, the results we're looking for for learner outcomes and so this um, culmination of the work was just released at the INACL conference um, a week ago, and it was uh, Lindsay Public Schools, um, Summit Public Schools, as well as Transcend Education and Columbia University um, working together to produce um, research-proven um, document that essentially gives a, an excellent outline, an ex excellent um, a look for is that if adults engage in this type of work, um, this is, and it gives specifically what those um, look for are. Um, when adults do these things, whether you're a learning facilitator or a leader, these are the results it will produce in learners. And um, we've identified and we've taken everything that both of our organizations have learned around um, adult performance um, in a personalized setting, and we've um, pulled it together into a powerful resource that can help other organizations, other learning facilitators, other leaders to um, transform or, or transition their systems towards a more personalized approach. So um, again, it's, it's an open source document. Um, we, we, we hope it is very valuable to the field and we are using it um, extensively within Lindsay to um, further advance the um, adult capacity of our learning facilitators and our leaders, uh, which ultimately leads to um, greater outcomes for our learners. That's exciting. And you're also making progress on uh, the, the tool front in your partnership with uh, Empower Learning, right? Yeah, we have worked very closely with um, Empower LLC to um, build the learner management system that um, houses um, content, resources, playlist, assessment, um, feedback tools, 24-7 um, access for, for learners, for parents, for learning facilitators. Um, so, um, and, and the great thing about our relationship with, with Empower um, LLC is, is we've been able to um, um, provide them feedback. Our learners have provided feedback. Our parents have provided feedback. Our our um, our learning facilitators and our leaders, and they've been able to customize and design and build the platform based on the experience that we're having um, here in Lindsay. And because you know, there's there's different organizations throughout the nation who have been really making these shifts towards competency-based personalized learning um, and learning a lot along the way. And we would say that the Empower has kind of been with us along the entire journey. And um, we've been building the, the um, learner management system um, in tandem to how our system has evolved and we'll continue to go to further iterations of the of the platform as we know more and as we as we recognize what our learners need and what our learning facilitators need from a platform such as that. Tom, you um, you recently had the opportunity uh, with other leading educators to uh, engage in an interesting thought experiment with our friends at um, Education Reimagined. Um, you, you've been involved, as you said, for this, this 10 year transformation of an existing system with, with all the gravity that a system and all the policies that, 
uh, keep a, a traditional system organized the way it is. And you had the opportunity to imagine how things could be different if you could start over. Uh, and I'd, I'd love to investigate a, a few of the thoughts that, uh, that you wrote about. So in this new system, uh, if we had a chance to, to start over, what kind of a role do you think uh, professional educators might play? Yeah, the, the, the work of the, of the Schools Out team in coordination with Education Reimagined is, is really pushing the thinking into um, if we could redesign um, learning um, without any barriers, without any history, without any type of um, 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 baggage, so to speak, that we would have carried with us, what would that be? And um, and and this um, conversation that that I led with regard to the role of the educator, it really shifts the thinking into a collective responsibility of the community to educate learners. And and the, it shifts the thinking that everybody is a learner, um, a learner um, from the very earliest ages um, of life to a learner um, through adolescence, teenage, adult years, um, and into, um, into um, the, the, even the, the um, older years of life, um, the elderly years of life, is recognizing that we're all learners and we're collectively responsible for the learning of those people in our community, in our sphere of influence. And so um, that was a, that was um, my um, contribution, I would believe, to 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 a follow up to the schools out theme and the schools out idea of 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 saying it shouldn't just be about those who are in charge of K twelve education. It shouldn't just be about those who are teaching, those who are leading. Um, it shouldn't just be about those who are the formal educators, but rather it should be a collective responsibility of those in the community, meaning parents, business community, community leaders, um, and educators, um, and the learners themselves. Um, and, and collectively saying we are responsible for, um, we are responsible for one another, and we're responsible for the academic advancement as well as the, the personal um, development that, that we all make. And if we collectively embrace that responsibility, it creates a different system of learning, learning that happens every, all of the time, that learning that happens anywhere, and learning that essentially taps in to the um, collective intelligence and the collective of expertise of anybody in a community, um, community being defined very locally potentially, but, but also very globally, um, tapping into the expertise and excellence of a community in order to the advance the learning of all. It's really thinking well beyond a traditional K-12 model where people go to school and learn at this time, and it's shifting more towards we are a community of learners. And what do we do and how do we organize ourselves to guarantee the learning of every member of our society? Your paper talked about uh, two interesting roles of uh, personal life coaches and opportunity creators. Can you say a little bit about those? Yeah, it, the idea is that there would be certain um, people who would play the role 
of a of a personal life coach, and that that personal life coach is is a person who is um, connects with and or is assigned to or is chosen by um, learners in the community to be their coach, and that that coach is um, would be a person who would connect them to um, to learning. It would be a person who would mentor them. It would be a person who would um, be a guide for them. It would be a person who would um, 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 help them set goals for what they're wanting to accomplish. It would be a person who would help them monitor progress towards those goals. And it's not just the academic advancement, but it would be the, the personal excellence as well. And it would be um, the lifelong learning or the social-emotional um, skill sets that that people are wanting to advance in. This personal life coach would be a person who would help them advance in those areas and ultimately reach um, the goals that they set for themselves um, with regard to work, with regard to relationships, with regard to academic advancement, with regard to um, 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 leisure, um, um, health, so forth and so on. It's much broader than just the typical educational um, coach. And then a, a learning opportunity um, creator is, is really um, the type of person whose responsibility within this uh, community or within this society is to seek out um, learning opportunities that um, are varied, that are relevant, um, that meet the needs of whoever the learner may be and whatever the learner may be seeking out. Um, and this um, learning, and, and they would often coordinate a learning opportunity or they would uh, essentially pull multiple people together or multiple um, organizations or, or different types of opportunities together to create learning opportunities that are learner-driven, that are relevant, and that are um, crucial for advancing the personal and academic and social excellence of, of the learner in mind. It's an exciting vision. Uh, when you think about your town of Lindsay, are there any particular, uh, I guess, both barriers and opportunities to this, this sort of a vision for the future of learning? Yeah, um, I, I think... Um, one of the barriers, um, and it's kind of a broader contextual barrier here, is the barrier of just a mindset shift. A mindset shift of people in the community, not just saying, um, well, it's up to the educators to educate the children, or it's up to the educators to um, provide this. It's a mindset shift to say, these are all of our learners. And we all have responsibility and we all have gifts and we all have um, opportunities that we can create. And we all are responsible for the um, learning of one another. And um, so one of the key barriers would simply be the mindset shift of the general society recognizing that, because this is not looking at K-12 education that's existed for the last 125 years. This is looking way beyond that. This is essentially creating a different um, educational system that engages and involves the greater community and society and being responsible for the education of, of one another. It's interesting. In some respects, uh, Tom, you, you, you've made so much progress on that front. And Lindsay, it might actually be easier to address the, the this mindset shift in a small town like Lindsay than it would be up the road in Fresno or 
in some ways even more challenging in in uh, San Francisco. It's a it's a possibility. It could be. I mean, the the possibility it could be could be um, easier here. But in, in some ways, though. Um, a, a rural community such as Lindsay also doesn't have access to some of the resources that those larger communities would. Um, fiscal, re, um, you know, business community resources um, and um, from, you know, athletic teams, which is an example that was in the school, the school's out paper um, to hospitals. We don't have a hospital here to um, to the banking industry, to so forth and so on. There's um, so we wouldn't have access. So while our mind shift, mind shift might be more ready for this type of a shift. The resources we would have to go beyond our region and or connect into virtual experiences, um, which, which is all very possible. It, it is, but uh, clearly um, your, your community has um, a different kind of assets than uh, the, the big cities up the road. Um, and, and so transportation sort of activating transportation to, to help your kids learn uh, more broadly would be a challenge? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's transportation. You just remember the whole school's out um, paper as well. It, it's future focused. And so it, it's recognizing that so many people are caught within our current paradigms. They're caught within our current uh, limitations of um, transportation, technology, um, space, um, you know, the, the use of space, um, the use of uh, resources and people. And the Schools Out paper is very future focused and in that it's in that it's saying, um, I mean, look at the transformation that the the transportation changes that will that have already came about. Look at the communications that have uh, changes that have happened in the last decade. And those are only going to advance and become more and more advanced. And so this whole concept of of a community engagement in the learning of every member of the community, um, it would leverage everything that the future is going to offer with regard to communication, relationships, transportation, finance, so forth and so on, that, that, would, tr that would ultimately and, and truly make it possible. The, the current paradigm and looking at how things are currently structured, the current structures, don't allow it to happen. So people need to think beyond the current structures, beyond our um, the the mental blocks or the mental barriers that we that we put upon ourselves because of our experiences and because we're only looking at what's available today. And we have to look at and say what's going to be available in the future, and how do we leverage all of that to actually create a new uh, learning community, a new society that is about learning. So I'm. Uh uh, just wrap up with a, a word of practical advice. As, as you think about the the schools out conversations that you've had, what's one practical takeaway? Something that people could work on uh, this week, given the uh, this important thought experiment. Yeah, recognizing that the schools out concept is a is a can push it out there a little bit. I would say something people can work on right now is one is um, is engaging with the business community. And you, we see some of that happening in different places, not as much as we need to, um, but two areas would be engaging with the business community or the broader community to, to give our learners learning experiences outside of the walls 
of our school buildings. Um, get our learners out into the community, get our community to embrace their their workspace as a learning space for learners. That is an essential one thing that could be done now. One other thing that could be done now would be um, getting the learners to design their learning. Getting and teaching and engaging learners to say, what is the future you desire? What are the learning experiences you you want? How do you best learn? What are your interests in allowing learners to design the, the future of learning that they would like to participate in? So those are two things that can happen right now that would be um, steps towards or bridges to the larger schools out vision. Tom Rooney, we, uh, we appreciate your schools out paper and uh, even more than that, the, the decade of leadership at Lindsay that really has... Uh, shown the way forward for uh, for all of us. Uh, thanks for being on the Getting Smart podcast. Glad to be here. Thanks. A big thank you to Education Reimagined for sponsoring the Schools Out podcast and to Tom Rooney and all of the other authors for speaking to us over the last several weeks. Make sure to read the position papers from each author and the Schools Out paper. We have them linked in the show notes as well as in the blog for this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We've loved hearing so much from you this year at conferences about what you're loving about our podcast. We have great content coming up and are excited for the interviews we're doing in 2019. For more on all things innovations and learning, check out our blog at gettingsmart.com. For the Getting Smart podcast, this is Caroline and Jessica signing off.